Hey everybody, it's Bill again from Bull Flag Group. So today I want to introduce a friend of ours. We've met many different times and our paths have crossed a whole bunch of times over the past, what, 12 months, I'd say. Yeah. Um, so today we have Hisham Khan and he is from the project uh, Cryptocurrency.ai. And he is going to fill us in about what his project is, what the goals are, where they are currently and where they're going to be, you know, six months down the road into 2019 into 2020. So um, I'll give you this opportunity to introduce yourself, Hisham, and then we can start off with uh, some questions. Thanks, Bill. Well, thank you for having me on this interview. And, you know, I'm the CEO and co-founder of Cryptocurrencies.ai. We are building the single source for all of your needs around cryptocurrency trading and investing. And that means that you'll be able to do market research on our platform, do trade execution, and, and just more overall management of your crypto assets uh, on our platform. So that's what we do in a nutshell. Um, my background a little bit, I was working at Bloomberg before this, doing project managing, uh, managing a team of developers, doing technology projects internally, and just been involved in the enterprise software space for about seven plus years before I started this company. Great, so you've definitely got a more mature background than many of the other startups have in this industry. Yeah, I mean, software projects are typically very, very long and expensive. And that's why it's kind of funny when we think about blockchain projects, um, we give some very unrealistic kind of deadlines and timelines and how quick we want to see mass adoption and how quickly we want to see the value being generated and stuff like that. But once you've seen real, you know, centralized software is being implemented, it takes many months, if not a few years, it takes millions of dollars in budgets. And I'm talking about a centralized company with a plan with people that are dedicated to it and, and so on and so forth. And, you know, in the blockchain space, it's very creative. It's very like, you know, out there, it's open source, a lot of it. So um, I personally don't expect anything to turn around in a few months time and just launch their mainnet and just start, you know, getting some massive options. So, so yeah, I do have a different perspective. Yeah, I agree. It's something that we talk about on a lot of these interviews, the unrealistic expectations that are put upon these ICOs and uh, blockchain startups. You know, regular startups are expected, you know, three to seven years, they're going to be able to really blossom into what they want to become. So why do we have these unrealistic expectations for blockchain startups? Um, I think the ICO space kind of uh, influenced a lot of people negatively, but we've got projects like yours, which uh, is very much different in that you guys have gotten a lot of progress done. You've taken advantage of the bear market considerably, and you're really heads down working. So why don't you break down cryptocurrency.ai for the viewers and you know highlight some of the features that it has that many of the competitors don't have. Sure. So, you know, to tell you why we even started this, I think a lot of people have similar stories. They stumble upon blockchain, they believe in the technology, they go down the rabbit hole and they want to do something to change the world and, and just, you know, be involved in this, uh, in this movement because it's just so amazing. It attracts so many people towards it. So we had a very similar kind of journey, my co-founders and I. We really wanted to contribute to this ecosystem and do something in this space. You know, it was not a decision... Uh, that was difficult to make once we kind of got familiar with the, within the industry. And of course, anybody that got interested and involved in blockchain and cryptocurrencies starting investing in it. Because if you believed in it, you believed in the value that it was going to generate and <clears throat> saw a great opportunity, 
for where we are in the, in the whole space because it's still very early. As soon as we started mining and selling crypto, I just realized immediately, shoot, like this is such a painful process. People are spoiled. You know, we like to do things. We have very simply, we have very short attention spans as consumers and nobody's going to sit, sit there and figure out, you know, all this wallet setup and all this transferring and, you know, having to go through so many pain points. And it, it was just right, right away, like staring at us in the face, being from Bloomberg, like, hey, this is going to be huge. We need something, some tools that can help us monitor, you know, research and really dig into the space and industry and understand what's going on and how do we invest in the space in, you know, with some proper tools and some automation. That was the idea and how we got started. It was just a no brainer at the time. Uh, of course, like in any problem, you know, there's multiple people always trying to solve it. You know, that's how the space is attracting so much talent, so many companies. And, you know, so there are some competitors out there that, that are trying to solve this problem. Some more traditional companies, some have done ICOs. A lot of them have failed and just done a really poor job of it so far. And so our goal is really to take this fragmented space where, you know, this company is really good with charts, but, you know, this company is really good with some other, you know, uh, functionality like giving you a tax report. Whereas this other company allows you to import the keys from exchanges and you can look at your balances in real time and stuff like that. We want to take these bits and pieces and put them together in one platform to lay the fundamentals and kind of create a standard. If you're investing in the space, these are the tools that you're going to need. And right now they're all scattered. So we want to bring it all together. <clears throat> Where we are in the process is we launched our uh, kind of like a soft MVP or soft beta launch where we didn't do any marketing or any, any huge announcements, but we really just wanted to get something out there that we had already built um, to some extent and start getting early feedback from our users and customers. Currently, if you go to our website, it just allows you to connect to uh, your account to Binance. It's one of the most commonly used exchanges. So we stuck with Binance and you can really look at how much money you've made and lost on each trade. So you can see all of your positions and we've really dug into the portfolio view a little bit more to give you a holistic view of how your assets are doing, right? So you can go in and you can see what industries you're invested in, how those industries are performing. Um, an example from the traditional space is, you know, a traditional asset manager or investor would like to get some exposure to, let's say, you know, the healthcare industry. Now they don't know exactly how, you know, Medicaid and all that stuff works, but you know, they want that exposure to that industry just to diversify their risk. And we want to bring a similar approach. So you can see what industries you're invested in. You can look at the correlations between, you know, the returns of your assets. So you can see right now, crypto market is, you know, really highly correlated, but there are still some opportunities for you to look at it. And just because you have, let's say, you know, 10 assets, you think your risk is minimized, but if they're all going up and down at the same time, you know, together, then you're really not, you know, minimizing your risk. So we're focusing on giving you some views, which can help you minimize your risk. You at the end of the day, make the decision, but those are some things that we've, we've worked on. We have built our proprietary portfolio optimization model. And what that does is it brings a more traditional financial approach to portfolio management by implementing the modern portfolio theory. And we ran a lot of tests and tweaked it for the crypto scenarios to introduce the simulations of, you know, having a stable coin to go to safety and stuff like that. So in the first iteration, we've really just focused on this, this kind of visualization of your portfolio. We have technical charts, one of the best, you know, some of the best charts out there are provided by TradingView. So we're using their technology uh, powered by our data and provide the technical charting capabilities. We have a very simple coin market page right now. That's the stuff that you can already find on our MVP. And then, we are right now developing some really cool features. So to complete this single stop shop, 
We need trade execution, which we're working on right now. So you'll be able to trade from our platform as well. We are building a mobile app so that if you're on the go, we want you to be able to, you know, stay in touch with your portfolio. It's a 24 hour market. You can't just invest and forget about it, right? So we're working on a mobile app and we also have an index builder so you can customize your own indices for benchmark studies and testing and see how the index of top 10 or top 20 crypto performed, um, you know, over, over the previous year or so. And then if you wanted to trade on that index, you could just simply, you know, allocate your own assets to follow that index. And we're not obviously charging any management fee. You don't give the funds to us. You keep your crypto and still follow an index. We're laying this fundamental layer of technology so that we can build more things on top of this. And that's somewhere like our midterm and long-term goals are to build things that don't exist in the space, how we can leverage potentially even blockchain in the near future to create some, side of, uh, some sort of uh, systems where people can invest together and, and be able to trade on a platform within this whole ecosystem. And yeah, we, to your point, we went over a couple different situations and scenarios. Um, you were able to show some back testing that you did for different scenarios with stable coins. Um, that's super important. And as I think the crypto space uh, continues to mature, uh, the equipment and the tools that are going to be available need to mature as well. So there's a lot of people that just don't have access to a lot of this information. And I think that's what really gives your project value is that, and correct me if I'm wrong, you're hitting both the big guys, meaning hedge funds, uh, family offices, more professional style investors, but also giving regular uh, individuals who just want cleaner access to all their funds and to be able to execute trades on one platform and be able to have access to the best charts and ultimately do a one-stop shop from your platform, right? Absolutely. So we're completely, you know, unbiased towards the regular trader. And because we're ourselves that trader and that person, it's, it, you know, we don't want to take things away, but we want to provide more to this individual trader so that we can help them you know, overcome their challenges and trade, you know, and, and trade wisely, right? So our primary focus is on the retail sector to begin with. And, uh, but our tool set is sophisticated enough where we can easily scale up to the, you know, the hedge funds in the space. And there are, there are a lot of hedge funds that are popping up and they're small. So, you know, they, they don't have large teams to go and create technology from scratch. Uh, so they'll be able to use, utilize our platform as well, family offices, as you mentioned. But our real main target is the retail individual trader where they can go in and have the ease of trading and as much automation and you know, smart way of trading as possible that we can introduce to them. That's really our primary goal so that they can take the full advantage of, of, of the space. And you know, when we think about mass adoption, mass adoption requires tools to be built across the industry, right? So we need, of course, we need Ethereum to be a lot faster than it is and you know, be a lot more scalable uh, you know, the same for Bitcoin, but at the same time, we need these other systems trading, trading, you know, trading of these assets is a really big use case. It cannot be ignored. It's looked bad upon. And somehow some people say, oh, it's terrible. The market is this way. It's that way. There's a lot of manipulation. You know, there's a lot of scam out there, but at the end of the day, it's a tradable asset trading in billions of dollars. Uh, and that is really what gave crypto the recognition. You know, it's the money that started flowing in and that started, uh, people people started making money and that's how the stories broke out and that's how you know our friends now know about it that's how the cab driver now knows about it so in a way it gets a lot of bad rep but that's really how the, the word spread about blockchain and crypto and its potential 
So, you know, we do think that the, the tools are absolutely needed to be able to trade and invest wisely in the space. And where it's going to go is a big question, and maybe I'm sure we'll get to that some, some, at some point in the interview. But, you know, uh, we need to be agile and we need to be ready for it when that happens. I agree. I absolutely agree. So if we look out at the competition that's out there, one of the reasons your project is super exciting is because, you know, you guys didn't do an ICO. Um, and I think that was probably a smart idea. Um, there's a lot of projects that are doing similar things uh, as what you're doing, but they raised a whole bunch of money and they produced next to nothing, right? Um, we don't have to name them by names here specifically, but uh, you go, all you have to do is do some research about uh, some of the high profile terminal projects out there and you can see uh, exactly what happened. But um, how do you feel overall about the ICO market? And do you think that it's a legitimate way of uh, raising funds? Do you think that utility tokens are useful for fundraising opportunities? Or do you think that the direction of the market is going to push us more towards securities and the pure currency tokens like Bitcoin? It's, it's interesting. I think the answer is we will see how this whole thing plays out. So we didn't do an ICO because of just the risks involved with it. And we did not need 15, $20 million to get started. And if they, there are projects out there that needed that kind of cash, it's just not needed, right? So um, we stayed away from it because of all the risks that were associated with it and wanted to focus more on the company itself, the product and doing the right thing and following the right steps. Because of the company, we're thinking about being in the space long-term. Uh, we're not you know, looking for quick profits or just some quick fundraising. It's more about what the goal is, and that is long-term, how to be a big player in the space. That's our personal uh, you know, kind of position on it. In terms of the ICO and the utility space, look, I personally am a believer in utility tokens. I think it's a great idea, but of course, it was abused. A lot of it was you know, scam. Um, there was just a lot. It, it just happened so fast. And so many people got involved in it globally. There were just no you know, directions, no securities in place. There was just no auditing in place. We just weren't mature enough as a space. And yet all this money started pouring in. People realized that's a quick way to make a buck, right? So, so many people got into it for the wrong reasons. But I'm sure there are projects out there that got into it for the right reasons, right? And they are doing the right things and following the right steps. How these tokens are, are basically issued and, and the regulatory issues are still a big question mark, what utility tokens will be like. It could totally make a comeback. You know, I, I feel like it might. It just won't happen in the next month or two. But there is space for utility tokens. I like the concept. Security tokens are also a big question mark. Because we have seen the huge hype around utility tokens, we are now expecting the same kind of wave for security tokens. But that is probably not going to play out exactly how people are expecting it, where you're going to have like this huge liquidity just suddenly come into the space and assets that are valued at, let's say $100, just because it's now a security token will suddenly do a 10x. You know, that's why the security token will even have more fundamentals behind it. So it's not just going to jump just right. because it's a security token. Whereas the utility, there were still some question marks and people just weren't sure. And it was a lot of craziness was happening. You know, we're wiser now. I'm sure a lot of us participated in ICO. So even if it's security tokens or any other tokens, we're a lot wiser. We're not just expecting things to do 10X just mm -hmm. because it's launching. So overall, I think we need to approach it with caution. Security tokens are a great idea. I just think that current 
systems are very clunky. You know, they're just legacy systems that are bad. And so we need to have, you know, digitalized tokens, which makes things a lot easier in terms of maintaining it, less paperwork, more clarity, and just overall better management of everything. But in terms of the liquidity and the gains, if people are expecting that they're suddenly going to make a lot of money from security tokens, I don't think that's going to happen. It yeah. might happen. There might be some premium for some assets uh, just because they're available now via tokens and easily bought and sold. I still think there will be fundamental values underneath them. And just because they're a security token now does not change that fact. So yeah, I, I don't think we're going to see that hype. And plus there's a lot of regulation around it. One question that I do see in front of me is there are a lot of, uh, you know, some point security is, at some point the stocks are going to become digitalized, right? Yep. I, I was it's, going it's in just, that direction. Yep. <laughs> right. So it's going to happen. Now the question that I want to see is, there are a lot of companies that want to, and there are some startups that are launching exchanges to sell stocks as a digital asset um, or securities. And the question is, they'll have to go through all the regulatory issues and roadblocks and it's a nightmare, right? It's not very easy to get licenses and to be, you know, uh, fully compliant in, in a month or two or anything like that for a startup. And there are these traditional exchanges that have all the regulations in place, but they're lacking that blockchain infrastructure. So the question is, are the traditional exchanges going to build or acquire this blockchain infrastructure? And will we see, you know, the New York Stock Exchange or NASDAQ offering digital assets? Or will it be uh, an exchange like perhaps, I don't know, a startup or maybe even Binance, for example, or one of these crypto exchanges starting to get all these compliance things down and starting to become fully regulated and be able to offer the traditional stocks because that market is huge. That's like, you know, 80 trillions or more worth of, you know, the, the, the stock market out there. So it's still a question. I'm, I'm still interested to see how the place will roll out. And that's why, as I mentioned to you, we have to be very agile. So, you know, are we going to be connecting to the New York stock exchange in the near future? Or are we going to be connecting to you know, finance, for example, just, just my thoughts on. So let's recap to again, the features that you guys are going to be offering and the target audience that you guys want to capture. Um, you know, just for our viewers that are going to see this in kind of a condensed uh, clip here, shoot us the highlights um, and why it's super important and why you guys chose those features. So our target audience is anybody that's an intermediate or pro trader, the individual retail side, of course, right? Um, and we are really trying to bring more automation and better flexibility to your trading. So imagine being able to not being able to really do everything in one platform, such as doing all your technical analysis, you know, looking at every single trade, knowing exactly how much money you've made and lost on trades and being able to analyze it really quickly and really well and automate your trading, you know, have a, have an automated way of setting up the right conditions and automate as much of it as possible so that you don't have to be stuck to your screen and glued to it the whole time. All of that on web and mobile. So you're not, when you're on the go, you're not stuck or left out with a, you know, a much lesser technology just because you're using your mobile phone. We're all on our mobiles. So we want to bring that level of flexibility and, and uh, kind of like automation to the, to the individual. You'll yep. be able to see all of your assets, your profits and losses and everything in one place. Makes sense. Everything's going in the mobile direction. So uh, if you're not on mobile, you're not going to be around. That's what I say. So sure. it's a, that's a great idea and super necessary. Um, one of the reasons why Coinbase was so successful, in my opinion, was that you could go on your iPhone and buy Bitcoin in two or three steps. 
If you guys can hit that in, from the trading angle, right from an easy to use platform, it's going to be killer. So super yeah. excited about that. Our, our lead developer, he's also a trader and you know our co-founder, um, he always says, hey, I want to be able to look at a, an alert or a notification on my Apple Watch and I want to be able to make a decision from there. So <laughs> the goals are, are, are pretty much there for us to you know, uh, achieve that level of comfort for everybody that's trading and investing. You know, we still have some ways to go there and we're still currently developing our mobile app, but that's exactly the direction that we're aiming to go. Awesome. Well, let's, uh, let's hit you with a couple last questions here. I always like to ask every guest, um, what's it like building a project in the middle of a bear market? Obviously, uh, this, this could be viewed as one of two ways a very great opportunity to really stay heads down and not be kind of pulled in 10 different directions because everything's changing. Things are flying, you know, up it's green candles left and right. Or two, it's obviously a difficult time. Um, if you are heavily invested in Bitcoin or heavily invested in crypto in general. So what are your thoughts on the bear market currently from both a entrepreneur side, but also, um, step back and give kind of a macro overview of uh, the current bear market we're in. Sure. So for us as a company, it's good and bad. I'll start with, you know, the bad and then we'll go to the good. So the bad is people are hurting. There's a lot of people, there are a lot of people out there who bought crypto at high prices and they're hurting really badly. And for that reason, it's just not uh, the best time for them to be investing in, you know, tools or investing in the space in general, which is where our demand comes in. You know, that's where the exchanges are going to make money. That's where we're going to make money is to really be able to provide those services. If people are not buying and they've just kind of lost faith in the space, that's, that's a bad place to be in. And at that, from that perspective, it's not a great time to be a product or a service in the space. On the good side, it is, you know, it gives us an opportunity really to build it. As I mentioned, it takes time to build things. And if we want to have this opportunity, we want to make sure that we build the right product. So when the market turns around and when things start becoming better, we are really well placed to serve our customers and to provide them the tools when they're needing, when they're needing them. Um, because last year things went so much out of control. I have a personal example. I used to use Bitrix to trade and it was just terrible. There were times when I just, you know, I had some really bad reactions. Yep, <laughs> to absolutely. And, you know, so any exchange that just had better uh, usability was going to win. And I never went back to Bittrex after that. They've done a lot. They've changed their interface. They have a lot more fiat currencies available now, conversions and things like that. But, you know, it's, it's, you don't want to lose people because your technology is not ready. So although we're forgiving because it's a new space, sometimes you'll just lose people and they'll never come back. So in a way, it gives us a, a nice stretch of time to really build and put our heads down and, and work and, and be ready for when people are, are going to need these tools more. A macro perspective, it's very difficult and I like to have like no opinion. And if I do, I just keep it in my mind. Um, but you know, it's this, this might, this, this market goes up and down, look at the history and you will just see that things move very fast, just like it goes up very fast. It comes back down very fast sure and it does. just goes right back up very fast as well. And uh, when the price of Bitcoin was at 3,100, and it went back up to, uh, you know, 42, 43. Yep. I'm guilty. I had a FOMO 
inside. And I was like, oh my God, is it going to 5,500? Is it going to go to 6,000? Yep. That feeling is pretty amazing. It's a very powerful feeling. So I'm sure as soon as things start to turn back around in, in some way, we're going to see a lot more growth coming right back because it's human nature. You know, when things are going well, everybody wants to participate. Nobody wants to miss out on this opportunity. I also feel that at this stage, we have more infrastructure and better solutions out there. So whereas in 2017 bull market, people heard of it, like we enjoyed that mass adoption kind of, you know, phase where people heard of crypto and we felt like before, you know, that phase may never come. I think it may come and it may even be bigger just because people back then did not have two tools and the ease of access to crypto. Whereas now they're going to be very, it's going to be very easy to go and buy crypto. So there could potentially be another bull run and it could really, you know, break the records that we had last year or, or 2017. Yeah, I, I agree. I think um, even if you look at fiat gateways directly to altcoins, the, the solutions now are incredible. You've got so, so many more USD pairings to these altcoins. Um, I, I think that's going to have a major impact um, in the next run if we do have a next run, which I hope yeah. we do. But uh, I, I'm, I'm fairly confident that uh, Bitcoin is cyclical and that there's you know a rhythm to it. And I couldn't agree more that right now the infrastructure is 10 times more built up than it was even two years ago. I mean, right. I, I wrote an article um, for our social media page about you know what is mainstream adoption, and I think you know if we look at today right now, just took a snapshot, and then we went back in time even two three years ago. You know, we have Bitcoin IRAs, we have Bitcoin uh, index funds uh, that are available on some of the exchanges. You've got alt pairings, you've got fiat gateways, you've got more apps and wallets and infrastructure built out. You've got TD Bank embracing it. You've got futures, um, which can be argued either way if it had a good impact or bad. But, you know, the conversation is being had and that's the most important thing. So um, I'm extremely optimistic about what's going to be happening over the next two to three years. And especially um, I always go back to the having in 2020. That's going to be a huge catalyst move. Um, who knows what, what's going to happen, but I'm very excited about that. May 2020, yeah. I believe. It, it, exactly. And, you know, an interesting thing is if you go back to the forums and look at some reactions of the, the previous bear markets, it's, it's just very similar stuff that people are saying now that they were saying back then. It's like so identical and you know, things turn around. Nobody knows what the future is going to hold, but I, I'm equally op op as optimistic as you. So if people want to either test out what you have available so far or learn more information, how can they get that information? I'll give this opportunity for you to, to give a shout out for your social media and your website. Sure. So you can go to our website, cryptocurrencies.ai. And you can look at the product. You can look at launching our MVP. You can just launch directly from that website. You just need to sign up with an email ID and you'll be in and you'll be able to experience a demo account and really go through the whole functionality. We also have links to our social media. So we have links on our website to our Twitter or YouTube or Medium um, where you can kind of keep track and, and subscribe to different things. We also have a link to our Telegram channel where you can join and just share your feedback. We really are concerned about feedback, we really want to understand what the pain points are. You know, for that matter, we're doing customer interviews, we're doing surveys. Mm -hmm. We have the team and the means to build whatever is needed. 
in this in to solve this problem and we really want to get to the bottom of it and build the right thing so any feedback and you know we're very open get in touch with us we'd love to talk to you and see what what needs we can fill for you great well i appreciate your time hisham and uh you know for our subscribers our listeners our viewers we strongly encourage you to check out the website um, also, check out uh, other episodes of Bull Flag Group. We're going to have great interviews this season. So, obviously, we're highlighting projects that are actually accomplishing things in 2019. So, that's why we had you on board here today, Hisham, with Cryptocurrency.ai. And uh, we're happy to follow the progress and we look forward to speaking with you guys again. Thank you so much. Thanks for your time. Okay. Take care. Take care.